Hey y'all, welcome to and what? All right, now I gotta, I got something to say. So originally, I was just gonna gonna do twelve episodes. You know, twelve weeks, because. That was easy. Like it's something I could I could stay I could stay consistent with twelve weeks. I I could stay consistent with twelve weeks, right? So, but the Lord, the Lord said He wanted me to do twenty four. I'm not all that great at math, so I had asked Siri to do the math for me. I said, Siri, what is how many months is 24 weeks? Siri done told me it's 5.52 months. Now, that's half a year. That's about six months. Six months is a long time. That's a long commitment. And if you know me, you know I'm, 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 I'm not all the way real life consistent. Like... You see, I wanted to, like, get on this, like, health kick, you know, lose 20-ish pounds, really, 35. I wanted to, like, start eating healthy, make a lifestyle change. I wanted to do all of that. You know how long it lasted? It lasted about a day. And I'm being kind to myself when I say a day. Okay? It really lasted a moment in thought. That's how long it lasted. So I'm not a very consistent person, if I'm being honest. Like, like <laughs> when something gets hard, I'm ready to to stop, to, to be the one to back out of it. So when the Lord told me he wanted me to do 24, I said, Jesus, I didn't even know what I was going to say for these little 12 episodes. You want to add 12 more, Lord? But you know what? I am his mouthpiece. So whatever he wants to say through me, I am listening. But I just I just I just want to let y'all know we going to 24, baby. We going to 24. I can't tell you what what I'm going to be talking about if I'm being completely honest. I don't know. I don't always know what I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes the Lord drops it on me, you know, a few days before. Sometimes I'm just talking and babbling like now. And and it, it falls, you know, from the sky. I mean, not from the sky. It comes from God, obviously, given that I am his mouthpiece. But um, I just, I just, y'all, keep me, keep me in your thoughts. Keep me in your prayers as this what would have been three month journey ish becomes a whole half of a year like that's a long that's a long time but you know what week by week we we just we 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 just gonna take it week by week this is week four okay girl we got five more months left (laughs) five more months wow i'm so excited about it i can't even express my excitement wow okay lord okay i just wanted to that was a little commercial break
in the beginning of the episode. But anyway, you know, it kind of does tie into what I want to talk about because I I really want to talk about um, divine relationships. Because I know for me, a lot of my young adult life, I guess, I always focused and put an emphasis on um, having a divine, like, relationship between, like, a relationship, relationship, like, like a boyfriend or something, whatever, you feel me? But as I have matured in Christ, I'm just kidding. Anyway, as I have grown, I've seen how imperative it is to have divine friendships and in this in these really like may um like now kind of I've really really seen how God is maneuvering things and how God is really showing me the people he planted in my life and the people I planted in my life and in the relationships that are divine in the relationships that are that are ordained and purposed by God I really see how those relationships bring fruit and that is how I know that one they are sustainable relationships and they are also purpose-driven relationships and they're also um mutually beneficial like I just I love when I'm able to have a conversation with my friends and it's not about surface level things like it's more than that there's substance to it there's essence to it like we can talk about a variety of things we could talk about how ratchet we want to be we could talk about how ratchet we would be if we didn't know the good lord we could talk about the good lord and how he's working in our lives and in those conversations like i always leave encouraged i always leave spiritually full and for me, that really is my number one focus. Like, I don't have time for petty little arguments. I don't have time for forcing forcing friendships. Like, but here's my thing. Because one of the things that I really do believe that I struggle with the most, like, especially getting out of high school, I really struggled with letting people go. Like, it was a hard thing for me. And I found myself, like, not ever saying, be my friend, be my friend, but literally in my actions, begging for people to want to be in my life. And I can't ask someone to have that desire to want to be connected to me if they don't that's that's not how relationships go and even if we're looking at you know the relationship that we have with God like God isn't sitting there begging us to be with him it's it's a choice you have to choose to be in a relationship with God you have to you know choose to devote yourself to him you have to choose to spend that time with him you have to choose to 
communicate with him like it's it's choices in the relationship that make it pure that make it what it is and for me it really had to be a mindset change and it took a lot of wrestling with um rejection like an internal rejection I have a huge problem with rejection like I'm the type of person I will not do something to avoid rejection as opposed to doing something and risk getting rejected. Like, I would just not do it all together. <laughs> like, what? That's just who I am. Like, I would rather avoid rejection altogether than have that risk. Like, if I think someone's going to tell me no, I'm not going to ask. Like, I'm not going to approach. And I don't just mean like, oh, let's go on a date. Like, nah, I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm talking about even the smallest things like phone calls. Like, when I call people and they don't answer my phone calls, that is rejection to me. Like, <laughs> that is a form of rejection. And there are some people who I will not call because they're not going to answer my phone call. And I just, I don't want to have to deal with that internal rejection. Like, this, this route right here is deep. Okay, and I know it's a root that the Lord needs to consume and purge, but he's still working on me. Okay, this I'm a work in progress. Okay, somebody. So judge me if you want, (laughs) but it is what it is. Okay, that's just that's just how I feel. So I really had to go through seasons of rejection so that God could literally teach me your you're forcing this like stop forcing it that's not me that's not me in it and it's just interesting to see how the relationships that I desired with people like friendships and even like um like romantic relationships I guess that I that I really did desire with people looking back now seeing where I am now mentally emotionally spiritually and then reflecting on where I was then I can definitely see and they say hindsight is I don't know really what they say about hindsight but hindsight is there's a saying I don't know it's something hindsight is clear vision that's not what it is but to me in my head that's the idea of what they're saying like you really understand after the fact that's what just what I'm gonna say you really do understand after the fact and after everything I really I was able to see the situation through God's eyes after the fact I wasn't able to see the situation through God's eyes during the time and that's why for me like a lot of the the things that I pray for is is for discernment because when I tell you some of your friends baby boo were not sent by God some of your friends were sent by the enemy and you know why to distract you okay to distract you and we we don't have time for for any more distractions like this is a walking in purpose season that we're in and for me this is my mindset in regards to anybody in my life if you are not 
I'm going to tread lightly with this one. And then I'm going to explain. And then I'm going to give you the other hand. So, if if you don't, not even don't, because I don't want to say don't. Let me say it this way. If you don't have the capability of pouring into me spiritually, I really have a difficult time understanding what the purpose of our relationship is. And I don't say that from... I. I don't want it to come off like I'm a Christian sitting on their high horse, but I'm really at a point mentally and spiritually where I'm focusing on everything that God wants me to do. And I really, first of all, I'm a person who believes that everything happens for a reason and that God is in everything. And for me, that includes literally every person that I interact with and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before so I just because this is my this is my thought if you're not bringing me closer to God then you're pulling me away from him now I want to say this there are some people in your life who are your assignment but a lot of the times we we try to befriend our assignment and then miss the purpose in the assignment so you were assigned to maybe encourage that person. You were assigned to um, maybe drop some seeds into that person's life. Maybe you were the person who's supposed to water the seed. Maybe you were the person who was supposed to nurture the seed. I don't know. But when when we're one, when we're not connected to God, you really you really can't discern who's your assignment, who's your friend. You also can't discern who's your lesson because this this my this my this my thought process. Some people, I really firmly do believe God will bring into your life or will allow into your life to cause heartache and to cause chaos because growth comes from that. Like you learn who you are in betrayal you learn who you are in rejection you learn who you are from people you learn who you are you learn who you don't want to be and you also learn who you can become and i don't think we pay i know i don't pay enough attention to why people are in our lives like there are times when I'm literally sitting here and I'm literally taking a roll call of all the people that I'm connected to and I think how do I add to your life how do I help propel you or move you forward in purpose and vice versa how do you do that for me and if not if if that's not an answer that I can get then the question then becomes well are you my assignment um am i your assignment like there are also people who who are assigned who we are assigned to them and i just have throughout the years gotten confused i've i've taken people and i've put them in the wrong places and expected them to fulfill the role that 
God had never assigned them to, that God had never in, uh, intended them to to be in. And then when they're unable to fulfill those those expectations or when they're ineffective in the role that I placed them in, that God did not assign them to, then I'm boohoo crying, I'm upset, I'm asking God why, and God's sitting there like, well... I didn't call that boy to be your boyfriend. I called that boy to be your assignment. And that's why he left you and broke your heart. We ain't gotta talk about it though. We ain't gotta talk about it. Moving on. But I'm just saying, like, I, this has been I've actually been thinking about this for a while now because when when I feel like personally, this is just my opinion. When the church talks about relationships, it's always about marriage. It's not really ever about friendships. And I honestly do believe that friendships are important as well. Like if we're looking at David and Jonathan, Jonathan and David were were like two peas in a pod. Like they were like, if God could have created two pairs of best friends, it was them. Like the Bible says they were, Jonathan was knitted to david's soul or david was knitted to jonathan so i don't know but they was like close close like they were literally white on rice close like that's how close they were so for me that really shows how god also puts an emphasis on on friendships too and platonic relationships and we get that like I know for me sometimes I'm so focused on okay I need to I need to be a wife and I need to start you know preparing myself as a wife and it's just like but why aren't you stewarding over these friendships because you can learn how to be consistent as a wife through your friendships you can learn how to be compassionate as a wife through your friendships you can learn how to be thoughtful as a wife through your friendships you can learn how to be caring as a wife through your friendships and we miss the foundation of things first of all i'm one of those people who believe that your marriage should foundation should be a friendship i'm not married i'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there i'm not married so i i can't i can't speak for the married folks but i can speak for the single folks because i'm single and as a single folk, I personally believe I want to, like, be married to my friend. Like, I want to like you. Because on the days where I got to work really hard to love you, like, do I still like you as a person? Like, your character, who you are, how you think, your heart, your spirit. Am I still vibing with those things? Because... If I'm not, then because I, I feel like there's it's a different type of love when it's a friendship. Not that it's a greater love than like a romantic love, but it's a different type. Like you love your friends a little differently than you love your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Because for me, well, you can't even you can't even group boyfriend and and girlfriend and spouse. So so let me let me rewind that one back. 
You love your friends differently than you love your boyfriend and your girlfriend. And I just feel like if we spend time stewarding and learning how to become through our friendships, through the relationships that God has already assigned us to, ordained us to, purposed us to, then I feel like a lot of those, for me, internal issues that I deal with, like rejection, will, one, I will be able to recognize that root in a friendship instead of going into a marriage and then realizing, oh, I have a problem with communication or, oh, I have a problem with commitment. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel like we don't put enough emphasis on, 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 like other relationships and not even just friendships like family I don't know I just feel like there's a lot that God can teach us in the beginning stages if we allow him to teach us about ourselves teach us about the things that we tolerate the things that we will accept the things that we won't accept God really shows me how I treat him through how my friends sometimes, not all of them, but through how some, some people treat me. And it's just like, you only, you only hit me up when you need something or, you know, you'll go days, weeks, months without speaking to me. Not that that's a problem because we all grown, like we're adults, we're busy, but you know, it's it's with that the effort to make time it's the effort to make the time and and that's what god asks for too the effort to make the time the effort to to devote yourself to him like and it's just like we we be telling god we're busy and he's just like what i gave you that job i gave you that relationship I gave you those responsibilities. I gave you this ministry. And it's like, you know, we go into the things that God gave us, praying, God, go before me. God, be with me. God, sustain me. And it's just like, that's the only time you pray. Like, literally, I think this week, the only time I prayed was this morning. (laughs) In the morning. (laughs) That's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. But, and it was to literally be like, God, be with me today. And it's just like, that's it? Like, not a, hey, God, I love you. How you doing? How you feeling today? Hey, God, what what, what do you want me to do today? You woke me up today, God. What is your purpose for me on today? How can I, your servant, serve you on today? If I'm honest, I don't have the hunger like I used to anymore to dive in God's word to be in God's presence like I used to not just on Sundays but throughout the week consistently because here's my thing I'll start to myself all right God you got me 100% I'm all yours and it'll last it'll last a week but I won't stay consistent. Y'all, we really, I need to fast for consistence, for the spirit of inconsistency to flee in the name of Jesus. 
the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Because if I can't be consistent in my relationship with God, how in the world am I supposed to be consistent in the things of God? And the things that he's calling me to and the things that he's asking me to do. How can I then be consistent in who he's calling me to be? How? How? It literally all starts with my devotion to God. And I'll say this. I'll say it. I'll say it. And I'll say it again. But... For some reason, I'm having a difficult time with connecting this within my heart and my spirit. And I love God. I do. Like, I really do love the Lord. Like, he saved, he literally legit saved, saved my life. When I tell you I would not be here today without him, now I want to talk to him. Dang. I'm just so sad. Like, I don't even think I'm sad. I think I'm disappointed in in where I am in my relationship with God. And I think for me, I've gotten complacent in that by basically saying it's it's progress. It's a process. And in that in that I've and that is true but once we get into the mindset that oh it's a process we get lazy and when we get lazy we become stagnant and the next thing you know a week of not praying a week of not reading your word a week of missing you know your daily devotions guys I have literally 15 well I don't know if it's literally 15 but I have like maybe 10 unfinished devotional plans on my Bible app. Y'all, I hold my phone every day for multiple hours. And I have so many unfinished Bible apps. Um, devotions. And it's just like, there's no effort on my part in remaining consistent like when I tell y'all consistency is hard for you girl it's so hard it's so hard for me and you know what I think the reason why because being consistent in things is so difficult for me like in my life is because I haven't um mastered that with my relationship with God that's what it is that's what it is but I just I need that fire I need that drive I need that thirst to be devoted to him but I'm at a point where I'm just like I don't even know how to even get that like how do I get back to that place where where I was on fire for God like how do you get back to that yeah reading your word but how do you sustain that like I don't know how do you sustain your relationship 
with God? Like, do you ever, I, I wonder, I just need to know. Do you ever get to a point where you're constantly consistent in God? Where you're consistently consistent in God? Where your relationship with God is is sustained not just like for months or for a few years or for a few days or for a few weeks but for you know a long period of time and it's just and it's just like how did I get here how did I get to this point of being so inconsistent with God but still operating in the things of God like I'm I'm still serving at the church. I'm I'm still like I'm because I, I, I feel like I'm doing what I'm doing is the bare minimum. Like I really, in my hearts of hearts, believe that I could be doing more. And it's not even that I could; it's that I should be doing more. And I don't mean like more works. I don't mean more works. I mean more in my relationship with God, in my pursuit of God. I should be doing more. But it's just like, I know these things. I know that God is faithful when I'm not. I know that God is consistent when I'm not. I know that he's all of these things. But it's just like I'm at a point where I'm like, God, I need I need you to make me these things so I can better serve you the way you need me to because a lot of the times in our serving God we are serving but we're not serving at the capacity that he needs us to and I just I know that I can see that I'm stepping like the steps that I'm taking are towards something more but for me it's just like I can't get there because and I don't even know if it's that I can't get there it's I don't want to get there without having solidified my relationship with him like I don't want to be inconsistent like of all of all things to be inconsistent of especially as a Christian, (laughs) like, my relationship with God should not be one of them, but it is, it is, and I don't know if that's a struggle you have to, but it's, it's, it's one of mine, if I really, truly loved him for real, then I would want to spend the time with him, because when you love someone, you just want to be around them all the time. You're always thinking about them. You're always wanting to talk to them. So if I really loved him for real, I would have that desire. I would have that passion. I would have that thirst, that drive to always be in his presence, to get to a point where I can't go a day without being in his presence. If I really loved him for real, it wouldn't be a fight. It wouldn't be difficult. It would be something that I can't, I wouldn't be able to function without first pressing into the presence of God. So if I really, really did love him for real, it wouldn't be tasking. I think that's where maybe I need to start. I've been looking at it the wrong way.
maybe it's not so much I guess maybe it's more so repositioning my heart at the feet of God and maybe finding out just spending spending time with him and I think for me also the reason why I don't love him is because I don't know him like I should I don't love him like I should because I don't know him like I should because you can't love someone you don't know there's no connection there and and I just I need to listen y'all alright so next week this is the deal I'm gonna make with y'all next week to help keep me accountable I'm gonna spend my my week in the word that's 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 what I'm gonna do that's what we gonna do we're going to spend this week coming up in the word of God and even if even if you miss a day don't get to the point where you're discouraged where you want to give up because that happens to me like once I see that I missed three days out of my devotional plan I just be like well there's no point now I'm not gonna read all these three days in one sitting now I'm not gonna do that so don't get discouraged if you miss a day you miss a day his his mercy is is renewed every day. Just start with the next day. And I think we beat ourselves up way too much. We condemn ourselves way too much. Like why do we do that when God doesn't? Like he over here throwing grace, throwing mercy, and we <laughs> we blocking it with our own self-inflicted condemnation and it's just like can you receive the grace and mercy of the lord and keep it pushing because when you sit in that condemnation you sit in you sit stagnant you sit still and then you're not even you're not even operating anymore but that's what we're gonna do y'all we're gonna read the bible we're gonna read the bible at least once it don't gotta be a whole chapter could be a little itty bitty verse it could be one verse it could be half of a verse it could be the verse of the day in the bible app okay but just just reading it not even meditate we don't we don't even have to even meditate on it just yet let's just read it let's just get into the practice of just reading it okay and that's what you need to do i want to pray God, I thank you for revelation, the revelation of the importance of loving you and how everything ultimately ties back to you, that if we get to a point of falling in love with you, again, everything else will align, everything else, Heavenly Father, will come and make sense and be in order 
And Heavenly Father, I am praying and I'm declaring that the drive, that the passion, that the fire, the fire, Heavenly Father, to serve you, to spend time with you, to be devoted to you, that you give that back to us, Lord God, that you give us, Heavenly Father, a heart that desires only you, a heart that yearns for only you, a heart that seeks after you and the things of you, Lord God. I'm asking that you're giving us, Heavenly Father, strength to endure, strength, Lord God, in the hard times, in the tough times, that even when we don't feel like it, Lord God, give us a divine strength, a divine encouragement to do it anyway, because you are so good, because you are so great, because you are mighty and because you are God, the creator of the heavens and earth, because there is no one else like you. No one else will ever love us the way that you do. No one else will ever forgive us the way that you do. No one will ever care for us, Lord God. So I pray right now that you are, Heavenly Father, igniting our spirit, man, that you, Heavenly Father, are raising him up with a burning passion, a desire, Lord God, to be in your presence, to be at your feet, to seek after your heart, Lord God. Those of us who are hurting, those of us who are broken, those of us, Heavenly Father, who don't want to be in your presence because we don't feel like we're worthy enough or we don't feel like it matters anymore, I pray that your Holy Spirit, Lord God, rest and that peace, Heavenly Father, be our portion. That peace, Heavenly Father, surpasses our understanding. I pray that you breathe your love, that you breathe your spirit into our situations, into our storms, into our mountains, that you strengthen us, Lord God, to endure. That as we wait on you, Heavenly Father, we serve you. And we ask you, Heavenly Father, that what you need, Heavenly Father, is what we will do. Be with us in your powerful sense, name, Jesus Christ. Amen.